Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I want to welcome everybody to season two of the den. For you guys that's been supportive of season one, I just want to send a big thank you and a big shout out to everyone that has played a role in me having a successful season one. Enough with that. We have a very, very good show this afternoon. We have the astound author here with us today. She's going to talk about her books, her passion, her being an editor, and everything in between. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome Miss Victoria Maldonado. Uh, How you, you doing? So <laughs> Good. How are you doing? How's your day been so far? It's been productive and, and pretty good. <laughs> That's good to hear. So, you know, when it's productive, you know, it always goes the way that, you know, pretty much we want it to. It's just those yeah. days that we struggle, we kind of sit back and just be like, man, you know, it, could it get any worse than this? Exactly. <laughs> Most definitely. So, Victoria, um, mm -hmm. tell our audience a little bit about what you're doing, who you are. Yeah, um, my name is Victoria Haya Maldonado, and I am an author um, primarily. I write women's fiction novels under my maiden name. It's Victoria J. Hyla. Um, and then I also write children's books um, under my married name. And then um, I also edit and produce and publish books for other people. Um, and, you know, I edit and write everything that people want me to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know... Let me ask you a question. I, I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been telling myself I, I need to write my story and write this book. And I've been telling myself this for about 10 years now, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. For our audience, what if, advice would you give our audience um, as far as just going out there and writing the book? I mean, honestly, everyone has a story. Um, whether or not they feel compelled to get it out, that's, you know, a different question. But, I mean, but everyone does have a story, and every story is valid. And I think the more stories that we get out into the world, it makes our world a much richer and more kind of um, accepting place. So for anybody who really wants to get their story out, just get it out. I mean, if, if you're not into writing it down, if that stops you up, then, you know, dictate it into a recording system of some sort. Um, but just if you're if you're a better verbal storyteller, that's a that's a recommendation. Um, but really, it's just about getting it out and into the world. And once you speak your truth, other people will will love it. So is there one particular way um, to get started or write a book or just just put your thoughts on paper and just let it roll and figure out the rest later? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on what your what your jam is for what you write. I mean, if if somebody has like a nonfiction memoir story. I mean, it's just about getting it out. Um, but if somebody's more into writing fiction, I mean, that's typically what I do. Um, really, it's it's just about putting the ideas down. There's no really right or wrong way to do it. Um, really, it, it's all about being authentic and telling the story that only you can tell. So what was your inspiration um, in the beginning to even start to even think that you were capable of writing a book? Yeah, I mean, I've always been a writer. I've um, written since I was nine. Um, I have a tiny little book that I wrote when I was nine for my reading class that I still have. 
Um, but I've just always read a lot and um, I, I tend to read a lot in like the women's fiction romance thing. And then um, I don't know, this, this crush I had came up next to me in gym class one time <laughs> and he's like, he's like, write a book about me. And I'm like, okay. I'm freaking out. Um, and I'm like, give me a character. And so he gave me a character sketch and you know, one of my main characters in my first book was born. I mean, it took forever to get that book to where it needed to be, but yeah, it was kind of inspired by life, I guess. So where did you get your inspirations for your stories? Yeah. I mean, like my, for my women's fiction, I get a lot of um, the inspiration just from different life things I've gone through, whether it's traumas or stresses or celebrations or, you know, things I wish I had done and didn't, but Hey, this is the, what if I had done it? Um, so it depends on that, but I, I like to, with my women's fiction, I grant, I grant, I ground it in reality. So it, it resonates, you know, with the audience. And I do tend to focus on women's trauma and how they're getting through it. And the whole fact that, you know, you don't have to live in your trauma, you can get past it. But then with, um, children's books, um, I let the natural world inspire me. I get inspired by animals, quirky animal behavior, and also just, you know, lessons for kids about just being a good person. Yeah, because I was given to ask you, you know, uh, some of your books inspired by real life events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. I mean, it just, I mean, there's, there might be like, tiny little bits thrown into a novel, um, but it might just be a situation that I was in that, you know, needed to be in my mind. <laughs> so. Yeah, because like you said, we all have a story and, and many times um, in, write, in writing those stories and putting them on paper, you know, at times we do have those um, those transitions that we mm -hmm. go back to and we feel like, you know what, just let me put a little bit here. Let me kind of fudge it a little bit, but, you know, just make it my own truth. So, um, yeah, you know, a lot a lot of times, you know, that happens for a lot of writers that I've, I've been able to interview and many writers really even, in, you know, in all their writing, they put a little bit of themselves in there. So do you find yourself doing that, putting a little bit of really who you are in your books? Yeah, and I, I think that if you're not doing that, you're not really being true to yourself. I mean, inevitably, you're going to put your own voice in the book. And then sometimes there's a little bit of nuggets of your reality or things that you really like or, you know, just emotions that you've experienced. So, yeah, I think it's inevitable that you're going to put yourself into your book. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so how did you get started doing the children's books? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, that's a funny story. So I was um, editing some books for a, a, a author friend of mine who is from Romania. Um, and so she, she kind of Google translated her books and I was cleaning them up in actual English. Um, and she, she writes science fiction and also children's books. And she's like, you should totally try children's books. And I'm like, yeah, that's hilarious. Whatever. Um, and then I, you know, I had an idea, I found an illustrator and I let the idea come out and, you know, now, I, now it's one of my favorite things to do. It's, it's actually, it's really fun, but it's super different from writing a long book like a novel. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you distinguish from one to the other? Yeah, they're not even similar. I mean, aside from being words and being kind of a narrative, I mean, they're really not even remotely similar. So, so your characters, um, mm -hmm. how did you find inspiration to kind of build off a character when you're writing a book? 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, like one of the male characters in my first book was just given to me. Um, and so I just kind of build characters off of different aspects of what's going on. Um, there's, like I said, there's little bits of me in the characters, but they are fictional. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, it'll be like, like, oh, this person has this trauma in their background. And so this is why they make particular decisions. Um, so really it just, it depends on, um, kind of what I need the story to, to do. And, um, yeah, a lot of it's, a lot of it's people I know sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you cross me, I'll put you in a book. Yeah. You know, that, that might be a good thing. Some, that book might be the reason that they may want to change their ways sometimes. You maybe, know? maybe. Yeah. So do you have a favorite time of the day that you write? Whenever the children are quiet. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I really, it's whenever it strikes me. I mean, I carry either my, the notepad on my phone or a physical notebook around with me in case I get inspired and have to jot down some ideas. Um, but I love the morning because um, everything is fresh. Just get my coffee and sit out on the porch and, you know, see what happens. But it doesn't always happen, you know. So I don't particularly have to gear for a particular time of day. It's more kind of like when can I relax and sit down and really dive in. Yeah, because I was getting ready to ask you. You pretty much answered the question. Why you out? Do you like? Do you have a notepad and you might see something, and something might strike you, and yeah. you might write something down. Yeah, when I start a long book, I always start writing it out by hand. It's just it's um it's a freer flow of ideas for me because when I'm typing it in, I worry about commas and quotation marks and paragraph, you know, indentations and all the things that you really don't need to worry about when you're just getting your ideas out. And so with writing on a notepad, I'm trying to squeeze as much as I can into a small space. So I just kind of like go stream of consciousness and not don't really care about all of the the stuff that makes it, you know, at the end make sense for other people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but I, I go back and forth. And once I get into a book, I, I mostly do it on in the computer. But, yeah, no, I always start handwriting it. So. So what's the average time that it, that it takes you to fully complete a book that's all over the place honestly <laughs> um like the first one i started writing when i was 15 and i published it when i was 31 so i mean i kind of grew up with the book so that one's not really a good marker um the second one i was working full-time so it took me about a year um and then the third novel i started it kind of a little bit and then put it off for six years and then i wrote the whole thing in four months Wow. And in, yeah, and it's it's a pretty hefty book too. But like, I mean, children's books are are wildly different too. I mean, I can write the children's book in a day or two. The writing of it doesn't take any time for me, but then the illustrations parts can take up like 1 to 3 months depending on the artist. Really? So, it yeah, it really just depends on, you know, how they're motivated if I've given them enough information and yeah, so the writing aspect of children's books is really short. But like getting the illustrator to see your vision is it takes a while. Yeah, I'm I'm quite sure that that can be frustrating because you're trying to explain your vision of, mm -hmm. of what type of characters you want and the different types of illustrations. And I'm quite sure that can be frustrating. So do you and your illustrator before you even get started, do you sit down with your illustrator and have a conversation? I do. It's it's sort of in a way. One of my illustrators lives in Texas and I'm in the Chicago area. So we don't actually, you know, get together physically, 
but we um, we talk about the story. We talk about what the characters look for, and I trust him artistically. I'm just like this character has this color shirt, <laughs> hat, and you know needs to look blah blah blah. You know, um, but then I just kind of let him go. But what I do is, I mean, I'm, I'm no artist, but I will do like, um, you know, pencil sketches <laughs> of the pages. I mean, they're so rudimentary. It's unbelievable. But it, it's like it's like stick figures. But, you know, in my head, how I kind of see it. And then from those like crazy rudimentary sketches for s- somehow my artist can like totally capture my vision. And maybe there's like tiny little tweaks after that but mostly he gets it on the first try so it's pretty awesome yeah because i was going to ask you as you writing you know your thoughts are flowing across the paper are you are you also imagining what kind of character or what the character look may, may look like within this yeah. process yeah absolutely so like one i'm going to be putting out in a little bit um it's a kind of a sequel to a book we have already done so the most of the characters are already designed but she does have to um create one new character so we're going back and forth with character designs and you know i'll give her a verbal description and then she'll just try to you know meet that so yeah it's back and forth but it's it's so much fun um to go back and forth with the illustrators do you have a favorite book oh ever um huh, not really <laughs> <laughs> i love i love all the books for, for very different reasons so I, it's hard for me to pinpoint like one but i mean i might sound totally cliche but i always keep going back to shakespeare okay just because i i so admire his um use of language um and his ability to create language and like work a metaphor and you know really bring it to fruition and use language in a way that conveys certain things so yeah i always go back to that just because it's it's just pretty awesome <laughs> that's great um in the beginning you also talked about um you being an editor so yeah. how in between you writing your books and taking care of the family how do you find time to even edit somebody else's work yeah i mean i projects come in you know sporadically um just in the past four or past month i edited four manuscripts I think um I don't know I mean editing for me is pretty easy it's just how my brain works it's kind of like you know breathing air a little bit so I mean I just you know I I really love for the the writer to keep their voice I'm not there to completely change what they're doing so I will I will keep their voice and massage it into you know a format that you know makes it digestible for other for other people so yeah, no, I mean it's it depends on the level of editing they want me to do, but I, I just did a poetry anthology for um, a young seventeen year old girl that lives locally, you know, and her poetry was amazing. I had to do very little to her actual words, but she needed help with structure and formatting, and just kind of making sure it was accessible. So that's how I approach it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is amazing because I can use an editor every day to your truth because man. <laughs> You know, I'm a clinician and we write, I'm writing all day long, all yeah. day long. And it's like, you know, I, I commend you to be able to do that. Do you speed read or do you actually just sit down and just focus on the whole manuscript? I really focus on the whole manuscript. I don't like to rush through editing projects because then you miss words and you you kind of read through it and it might not actually look like you know how it is in your head so when I'm editing I I take it slow I mean I don't take forever doing it but 
I do. I definitely take it like line by line, sentence by sentence, and make sure that it's it's what's intended to be on the page. Mm -hmm. So, how do your your kids feel about mom being an author and she has a couple of couple of children's books? How do they feel about it, or do they, <laughs> they care? Think it, no, they they do care actually. Every time we're at a store, my son inevitably tells the cashier did you know my mom is famous <laughs> and it's a little overblown in his mentality but then I have to explain why he's talking about it and so he's my little marketer but um no they they love it like one of my children's books was inspired by my son it was basically his idea he was just walking around the room and saying a nursery rhyme in a weird way and I'm like that could be a book wow um and then my daughter she had an idea because of course she had to one-up my son because um, they're twins, they're seven and they're twins. And so she had to one up her brother and kind of go, mommy, I want a book about a turtle who finds friends. And then I'm like, okay. And so I sat on that for a week or so. And then now I have a book called Tempest the Turtle, which is a turtle, you know, having an adventure and seeking friendship. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And she was actually illustrated into the book by the illustrator. And we did a little photo shoot and send pictures to the illustrator so yeah, she's a character in the book, which is really cool. So they they love having me come into their classroom to do read alouds, uh -huh. and they they're just all like fangirling and fanboying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of cute. That is amazing. I'm telling you, um, just being an author and and you you're really an inspiration because, um, many many people have stories that they want to tell. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea on how to get started. Exactly. Or when to get started. They might not even have the confidence to even, you know, put their story on, on paper. Yeah, that's but, a big thing. Yes. Just that confidence piece, yeah. So what would you what would you say to an inspiring writer that doesn't have that type of confidence? Just be yourself. I mean, it, even if you think it's worth telling, that story should be told. I think um, if there's something about that story that I mean, if, it, if, if it's their personal story or if it's a fictional story, whatever it is, if you if that person feels that that story is worth telling, I guarantee it is worth being told just because I mean, we're, we're creative, uh, creative species. We love that connection. We love to resonate with other people on different levels. Like, I love to hear what other people's thoughts are. That's why I work with a lot of young writers, because I'm like, you have valid thoughts. I will help you bring them to make sense. But, like, I will, I love to foster that in, in new writers. Yeah. That's amazing. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Yeah. Wow. You, now, you, you've given me inspiration. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go <laughs> get me a pad and get me a pen and start putting some nice. thoughts down on paper. And just get my story out because I I've been procrastinating for so long, and my daughter continues to tell me, Dad, you need to you need to go ahead and write you a little hundred page yeah. book, and just go in and get it out. So tell yep. so tell our audience how they can get in contact with you and where they can go purchase your books. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I have a website, and like all my all my contact information is on the website like purchase links like all that stuff and my website is um you know of course w's um dot victoria j h y l a dot com so victoria j dot com um and my books are all over in every place you can buy them really um but one particular place that i also help run is a is a new 
um, online retailing site specifically for authors and books, and it's called Author Spots. Okay. And it's author it's authorspots.com. And this is an amazing um, retail site for, for authors because if you're selling through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or anything like that, you're losing a giant chunk of your project profits back to back to the company really so i mean it's it, it's free to publish on there but they'll take like 60 to 70 percent of your profits um versus author spots you can produce your book in, in any way you want but then you can sell it on author spots and you get literally a hundred percent of the profits so it's just a, it's a new um it's international it's in 25 countries and it's just a, a good way for authors to connect with readers and to have another way to sell their books wow once again, thank you so much. Yeah. You could have been anywhere in the world today, but you decided to come and hang out with Isaac in the den. I most definitely appreciate you so, so much. So well, now I, I have a con I have a connect. When I start writing my book, I most definitely yep. know who I can reach out to to yep. assist me and assist me with editing and give me some pointers. I really, really appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. And Let once, me know. <laughs> most definitely, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Victoria Maldonado. Once again, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you came to hang out with us at the All day. All right, thank you. And we most definitely appreciate you. Thank you yep. so much.